Welcome to Ebenezer's Podcast, a podcast about hearing, understanding, and applying the Word of God to our lives. My name is Leighton Erickson, and I'm Ebenezer's Lead Pastor. Thanks for joining us today. Please check out our website at ebenezerbaptist.ca to connect with us and learn more about our ministries. I hope you enjoy the message. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You know I expect everyone in my kingdom to fall in line. If they're not going to pay their taxes, we need to make an example of them. That one who tried to cheat, have him executed. And the others, I don't care why they can't pay. Gather up some of them. I don't care how many. Have them arrested. We need to make an example of them. No one's going to defy me in my kingdom. This is my kingdom. Oh, I'm sorry you had to hear that. It's hard enough running a kingdom when things are calm. You can imagine what it's like when a a few rebels think that they can get out of line. Maybe you don't know who I am. I'm sorry, I haven't introduced myself. Please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Herod. I actually prefer King Herod. Or or actually, you know what? Herod the Great. I guess that's better than Herod the Okay or Herod the Mediocre. I know I've been called worse. Actually, now that I think about it, I really don't care. I am Herod the Great, and I will be known throughout all history as Herod the Great. Now, there's other Herods, of course, but compared to me, they're all lesser, including my own idiot sons. However, I and I alone am Herod the Great. And believe me, when I am done, history will know me as Herod the Great. Now, I understand. I've, I've done some pretty well unpleasant things in the name of my own greatness. But you have to understand that being king, being a great king, is rough business. See, my father was appointed procurator of Judea by Julius Caesar about 45 years ago. And at that time, my dad appointed me as military prefect of Galilee. That was my opportunity to make a name for myself. I did my job with, well, shall we say, Roman efficiency and dedication. When Caesar was assassinated, it was actually really easy for me to get in good with Antony, our new emperor. And just a few years later, it was me, yes, it was me that was declared by the Roman Senate the king of the Jews. But here's the thing. I'm actually only partly Jewish. And because of that, the Jews, well, they're always suspicious of me. And the Romans, they don't trust me completely. So you can understand the the difficult position that I'm in as I continue to build my kingdom. 
Yes, you heard that right. My kingdom. I've had to do things a bit more extreme, shall we say, to earn the trust of Rome and to keep these Jews in order. I really don't care if the people don't love me. I'd rather be feared than to be loved, to be honest. See, legacies aren't built with warm fuzzies. Sometimes, many times, you need to be ruthless. But look who I'm talking to. You guys might not be Herod the Great, King of the Jews, but you all have your kingdoms, don't you? You all have your kingdoms to rule over. You have to manage your goals and your desires and your priorities. You need to exert your will. Otherwise, everyone else will make those choices and decisions for you. And don't kid yourself. You know that if you were in my position, you would do the same things that I've done and I probably will do. I know my record isn't pretty. I know that. So what if I had my wife, Mira, me killed? I mean, I really only married her to advance my own political aspirations anyway. It was her family that were my, some of my main rivals. So what better way to get in good with your enemies than to marry one of them? It was actually their fault I had to kill her. If they only submitted themselves to my rule like they were supposed to instead of plotting against me, Mirami would still be alive today. Maybe. Oh well, I, I have other wives, I have other sons. No big loss. What's with all the judgmental stares? We all use the power we have at our disposal, don't we? If your kingdom was threatened, you would do whatever it takes with whatever you have to protect it. Sure, maybe killing someone isn't at the top of your list, but don't tell me you haven't, I don't know, adjusted the truth, prioritized your own time and your own uh, resources to build and protect your space. We're all just human, aren't we? After all, like I've said, it's my kingdom. It's your kingdom. Oh, those tax. I, I told you I was not to be disturbed. Who's here? Several magi from the east, you say, bearing gifts. Oh, expensive gifts. And, and why are they here? They're here to see the king of the Jews. Well, in that case, send them in. Send them in. Ah, greetings, noble pilgrims. Welcome, welcome. It's certainly a privilege to have you here in, in my palace. What brings you all this way to Jerusalem? You've been following a, a star, you say? A star which your scriptures, your prophecy says will lead you to the king of the Jews? <laughs> Even the stars love me. <laughs> oh, 
I'm sorry, I just said, oh, isn't that lovely? Well, allow me to introduce myself then. Although you probably already know who I am. I am Herod, Herod the Great, King of the Jews. I'm the one the stars must have led you to. What do you mean, not me? But I'm the king of the Jews. You said this star was supposed to point you to the king of the Jews, is it not? That, that's, that's me. A, a baby? A king that's just been born? Still an infant? Hmm. Interesting. No, no, no. There must be some mistake. You see, like I said, I am the king of the Jews. And believe you me, I don't plan on giving up this title and my reign anytime soon. You're certain that's what your so-called scripture said? Huh. Well, let's not worry about that now. We'll sort all that out later. You must be tired. You must be hungry. You must be exhausted from your long journey. Go get some food. I'll have my, uh, my, my palace officials whip you up something to eat. Get some rest. And we'll talk about this later. We'll see you in the morning then. Ha have a good night. This is disastrous. Magi from the east traveling all this way to honor the king of the Jews, and it's not me? Gather my priests. Gather my teachers of the law. Go, do it now. There's no way I'm going to let some little punk kid grow up and take my throne. I've invested too much into building my kingdom. I've made too many sacrifices. The things I've done to build what is mine? What am I going to do about this? Get in here, everyone. Hurry up. Get in here. Now, I've gathered you here in this emergency session, well, because I really need your advice. This group of magi from the east just showed up at my door asking to see the king of the Jews. They came with gifts, expensive gifts. And they said they wanted to worship the king. No, 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 you idiots. You don't understand. They weren't talking about me. They were talking about, I don't know, something about a star in the sky and some old scripture or prophecy. They were under the impression that there was some baby just born that will, that will one day be king. You guys are the experts in all of this. Is there anything to this? Is there some sort of other king I need to be worried about? So, so what are you saying then? This actually could be true? Well, show, show me what it says. Okay, Genesis 
The scepter will not depart from Judah nor the ruler's staff from between his feet until he to whom it belongs shall come and the obedience of the nations shall be his. That could still be me, right? Hmm. Well, what else do you have? 2 Samuel 7, 12 to 13. When your days are over and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you, your own flesh and blood, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. What? More? Micah 5, verse 2. But you, Bethlehem, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from ancient times. Starting not to sound like me. What do you mean a kicker? Isn't that bad enough already? Psalm 72, 9 to 10. May the, enemy, may the desert tribes bow before him and his enemies lick the dust. May the king of Tarshish and of distant shores bring tribute to him. May the kings of Sheba and Seba present him gifts. May all kings bow down to him and all nations serve him. Well, I'll tell you right now, I'm not serving anyone. This is my kingdom. Is there anything in there that tells me more specifically where this so-called king of the Jews is going to be born? Well, I mean, I, I know it says Judah and it says Bethlehem, but where exactly? Nothing more, eh? I, I, don't, I don't like this. I, I don't like this at all. How is this going to affect my kingdom? How is this going to affect my rule? And what's that? The word is already getting out of this king that was just born? Jerusalem is going to be upset, and I certainly don't want and I don't need any kind of instability right now. I need to maintain power. It's my kingdom. Leave me be. I need to think. The last thing I need right now is a threat to my kingdom. Everything is going the way I want. And now these, these characters show up and, and disrupt my plans. I need to know where this kid is. Eliminate this threat before it gets out of hand. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Those, those magi, they seem to know more about where this future king might be. Maybe I can use them to my advantage. Hmm. I've got it. I've got it. Yes. I'll send these magi on their way, but I'll order them to come back once they found this so-called king, this so-called Messiah. I'll, I'll pretend that I want to worship him as well so they don't suspect anything. 
I mean, if this is God's plan, once I know the location of this child, it'll be easy to have him killed. Bring the Magi to me. This will work. This will work. Hey, guys. Did you get a little bit of rest? Have something to eat? Good. Listen. Remember this King of the Jews thing that you were talking about? Now, if your scriptures and your prophecy, and if your God has determined that this child who was born will be the king, who am I to stand in his way? Just remind me, when did you say you saw the star? About a year, a little over a year ago. Hmm. Well, go, go to Bethlehem. Go to Bethlehem. And find this child. And when you find him, come back to me so that I can go and worship him as well. If this is what your God has said, if this is what your God has desired, who am I to stand in his way? Go. I wish you well. And remember, come back to me when you find him. <laughs> can you believe it? They bought every word. Let them do the dirty work for me. I'll just have my men kill this king of the Jews as soon as I know where he is, as soon as I know who he is. This is my kingdom. And God or no God, star or no star, prophecy or no prophecy, nothing is going to stand in my way. Any, any news yet? Any news from those magi? Have they reported back to me as to the whereabouts of this king? Still not yet. But it's been, well, how long? That's more than enough time for them to have found this child and, and get back here and report to me. What do you mean the magi have already left? When? How? How come I wasn't told? Those filthy, vicious liars. They came to me in search of a king. To me, in search of a king. I am the king. What? They took another route home? What could that mean? What does this mean? If they're not coming back here to tell me where this baby king is, everything will be ruined. I will be ruined. There's no way I'm going to let that happen. This king, this messiah, whatever you want to call him, will do nothing but destroy everything I've built, everything I've worked so hard for. This is my kingdom. This is my empire. 
This is my rule. Over my dead body will this happen. Never. There has to be some kind of mistake. Maybe, maybe the scriptures have been misinterpreted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. A misinterpretation. It happens all the time. These idiots are off chasing a, a lie. It can't be right. It makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. God could not, no, he would not lower himself to become a baby. He's supposed to be this God Almighty, isn't he? Certainly God wouldn't come into this world as a baby. He wouldn't come into my world, would he? God, imagine God invading my world, my kingdom. But what if it's true? What if God has humbled himself and come to earth as a baby? Well, that would be stupid, wouldn't it? Babies are, babies are helpless. Babies are defenseless even. You know what? That actually makes it easier to eliminate this threat to my kingdom. What a ridiculous plan. If this future king is now a baby, then he's vulnerable. He's defenseless. He's unprotected. Who cares if those magi never came back? He won't be difficult to find. What did they say? Right, Bethlehem? Mm-hmm. Bethlehem. Well, yeah, about a year and a half ago, right? Hmm. Centurion, get in here. Let it be known. All children... All children under the age of two are to be put to death by order of King Herod. This child king will not survive. It's my kingdom. And no one, I repeat, no one rules but me. Hey, I know that that was an extreme decision, but I'll do anything to ensure that what I have built stands. Call it criminal. Call it heinous. Call it evil. I really don't care. I'm doing what I have to do. You do realize, however, though, it's no worse than what other kings have done, even doing to this day. I told you, politics and power and control they're not for the weak. This baby threatens me and my kingdom. And just as you probably are aware, when you're threatened, you do whatever it takes to remove the threat. And make no mistake, this child is a threat. And even if you don't realize it now or see it yet, he's, just not, a th he's not only a threat to me, he's a threat to you. Admit it. Admit it. Each of you 
have your own realms of power where you try to exert your control and your lordship. But you will see, as I do now, that you can't have yourself and this baby and both be Lord. If this baby that has been born is who they say he is, then you have to make your choice. Bow to him or quit the charade and force him out of your life. I've made my choice. Now each of you need to make your choice. It's your kingdom, isn't it? Well, thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out our church website at ebenezerbaptist.ca. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can let us know by clicking like and by subscribing to our podcast channel. God bless you, and thanks for listening.